da 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 Welcome to Fourth Times the Charm, where niche is neat. I'm your producer, Ben, alongside the Shea Butter himself, Monty. Matt is scouting out for some witches today, as we have some spooky short films that are on the docket du jour, that, are, that were prostrated forth by Monty to myself. <laughs> Monty... <laughs> the the sh- the shorts you had me uh, take a look at here yeah, yeah. are pretty disturbing and uh, in a way I suppose we can do this in honor of the uh, music box of horror to get us started Monty yeah. I just want all of our fans to know that you can watch all of these short films as well as essentially anything we discuss it is available on our subreddit reddit.com r slash for ttc fourth time's the charm and uh at r slash four ttc you will have links to dozens at this point of free movies uh free short films free games even uh, just a repository for things that are niche and neat and you can join and you can add your own niche and neat things to the uh cadre so with that said monty Mm. You've 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 brought three short films in front of me. Three short films which are all very good, and they're they're all pretty speedy yep. um, to to look at. And uh, which one do you want to start to talk about first? Um, I'll let you choose because you are the guest, and this is the homework. I've seen these three movies a couple of times already, each. Um, but. Since you're your this is your homework assignment, uh, I picked it. Uh, let's see which one you 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 want to start. Do you want to start with the one you like the most or the least, and then move forward? I mean, they're well, all I good liked, films. I liked all so. these shorts in very yeah. different ways, but the first one I watched yes. was the short horror film, uh, the award-winning horror short film. Ignore it. Ignore it. Yeah, that one. Um, that one actually touches very close to my heart because I used to have the same issue um, growing up. My my um, my cousin used to play a prank on me uh, with their basement, and they say there are some kind of creatures and goblins in the basement, and they just uh, they 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 just try to like tease me about it, and they say that if you look at them, they'll come out after you. Um, so basically this is what happens. It's, it's a simple short film, a family's gathering for dinner. And then this eerie presence shows up and yeah, yeah. and the, the family uh, the, just decided to keep on, you know, going well, on it, with their supper, but I'll let you, what do you yeah, think? Yeah. The, about? uh, the whole concept of ignore it. And what I love with the three shorts you introduced me is Mm -hmm. that they perfectly follow horror rules right there is one thing that this horror is based around and that's where everything is derived from it so here yeah there are two children and they're told by their parents Mm -hmm. to just just ignore ignore it it. and and we're not told what that is we hear sounds Mm -hmm. but the family who's obviously distressed uh two children and then their parents, they're I, trying you know to eat dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Like, yeah, they're trying to eat dinner. Yeah. And, they're, yeah. they're, they're sat at the table <laughs> to eat dinner and then something joins them 
and appears to be trying to get their attention. I thought it was like going to be a uh, grandma, like a creepy grandma coming down. I mean, it, you I mean do hear it we're from not the saying it's point, not right? their grandma. That's true. That could be grandma. Yeah. Grandmama. Yeah. Grandmama looks a little ill though. <laughs> a little, a little spooky. And, uh, the, the drama over being able to maintain their composure at the dinner tables, what leads mm. us through the, the rest of the short film. Uh, it's it's only a few minutes long, doesn't overstay its welcome, mm-hmm. and it's great because much like Nightmare on Elm Street, a short film where, or, or which is a movie about not being able to fall asleep without dying, here it's you have to deliberately ignore, cannot look at, or acknowledge the murderous entity that's in your house. Yeah. And well, that's awesome. And I like the, 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 the element in this is really curiosity kills the cat kind of s- scenario. Right. So More like curiosity. <clears throat> Cause like, like chases after you and tries to kill you. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I know I, well, I know it's a horror movie and it's supposed to be the suspense and then, but what always gets me was the kids are trying to, you know, <laughs> they're trying to take a peek at it to see what it is. I mean, I mean, and I'm just like, you, seriously, this like, thing is like creepy as heck, man. Like you're, with- yeah, but I, I almost feel like, uh, like, like the way it is when you're at a ledge, you know, mm-hmm. and you sort of lean forward a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, you sort of feel that kind of urge. The prickly. Thing above you know on That's the back right. of your neck kind of feel yeah, yeah it does but like i don't know like would you be curious if you were the kid no i ain't stupid <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't bother you would listen to your parents and say no I'm not no of course kid. not anyway, um okay now now the guy who wrote and co-wrote and directed this uh, his name is Sam Evanson, and he's mainly a VFX artist, which probably explains why the effects in this short are really good. Oh, he's yeah. also directed short films The Changing Room, The Veil, and Tormentor. Uh, the Changing Room is his newest one, uh, but he has worked on VFX projects uh, that are... It's pretty pretty big range, but uh, probably the most notable one is Thor Love and Thunder. So... Yep, and Hope the he's most being recent... treated better than uh, than the rumors <laughs> about f- current Marvel editors. <laughs> Don't forget, Spirited, starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell in twenty twenty two. Oh, I did, <laughs> I did, but that's not that's well, not Sam was... Evanson's fault. The Huntsman wasn't that bad, I guess. No, never seen the Huntsman. <laughs> never seen it. But yeah, yeah, master of visual effects like i i love how it's filmed the tone kind of reminds me of the the like james wan style kind of like uh conjuring and um and the insidious uh i I was gonna say it reminds me a bit of skinnamarink where where you you don't see the entity that's chasing them like it's deliberately obscured no, no, you don't. Yes. It's kind of blurry so, and, and everything. And actually, there's some skinnamarink, I feel like, in a lot of these shorts. Mm. But maybe I'm extrapolating a little far at that point. Well, skinnamarink was like what I think we talked about. It. We were like saying that it's kind of an 
art house style horror film. And yeah. I think these guys that, that do these short films, short horror films is done in a much more artsy way as opposed to like a, mo- a mainstream style horror film, you know? Well, Monty, how, how on our, on our scale, how would you rank ignore it? How, how highly would you recommend this one? Cause for me, I'd give it, it's quite charming. I I give it probably three out of four charms. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'd probably rate it probably uh, uh, four out of five stars. It was it was pretty strong. Yeah, no, I'm on. I I, I feel that we are always aligned compared to Matt. Um, Matt's a wild card. <laughs> yeah, he is. He either hates or like. But I agree with you. Three Matt, out Matt of needs four a charms. strong opinion on it, one way or another. He always he looks into it. That's right. Not saying that we don't, but like for me, I say three out of four because the cinematography was really well done. The how it's shot, how the you know everything is laid out, and how they tell the story is actually it puts you in those kids' shoes. Like when the kid, especially when the kid was at the dinner table, even though they've been warned, do not look. The son picks up the spoon and tries to see what's behind him is mm-hmm. that that was really well shot and you just see the silhouette come out i think that is special effects there's no way they would have caught that on camera for sure yeah um well, but sure. yeah and Who knows? yeah it's but definitely yeah. four out of five like i've never seen anything done like this and mind you uh, to our audience this this short film came out like three no two years ago yeah so it's really it's not old but is been around there's like 4.5 million views on it already so it's definitely something to check out but i i did enjoy it the the they did capture the creepiness the eeriness of it for me i did follow through how the story felt and that's probably the reason why I, I shared it with you yeah i won't be surprised to see this guy ending up directing some uh some some feature-length oh, films yeah. in the future mm. But so. our next guy, yes, did our, our, dir- it, it did hit mainstream, became a big director. Uh, are we talking about Closet Space? Yes, sir. All right. Closet well, space. then let's talk about Closet Space. Now, I'm going to say in advance, we are spoiling the the big like end of the short because this thing's only three minutes long. Yeah. So if you have a moderate amount of interest, skip ahead. What Monty? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah pretty five much. six minutes we'll, six we'll minutes see how we're doing in about six or so minutes yeah so uh the the short film closet space yes. is pretty much horror at the absolute like absolute limit do you really yeah so i wanted to talk to you about that you felt horror i felt a little bit of dark humor comedy i think it, why not both yeah yeah I, I feel that, well, first off, I've been following this director since he made the short film, um, Lights Out, before it became a feature film. He did win awards Oh, for this it. is the Lights Out guy. This is the Lights Out, David F. Oh, it's, it's the same people, isn't it? Yes. He's oh. the guy who is most mainstream, like, yeah, he, he, he directed both Shazam movies. Uh, okay, this yeah. this makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, and and because I remember watching this, I was like, I remember a short film a lot like this. 
Yes. I thought got made into a movie, and I guess I was right. Yes. So Lights Out, he entered it in. It won a lot of awards, and James Wan, it caught James Wan's attention at Bad Robots. Uh, sorry, Atomic Monster. Sorry, not Bad Robots. That's J.J. Abrams. Atomic Monster Productions and... James Wan told him, hey, I'll give you some money. Turn Lights Out into a feature. And he did that. And then James Wan loved it and said, hey, why not make get you to do Shazam? Of course. <laughs> so it's complete <laughs> off. But if you Shazam ever... was good, though. So I, I guess he knew what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, second one was all right. Uh, but I DC is DC is crumbling. So I don't give a shit about that. Um, but if you are... I know Ben, you, you study films, you study film school and, and stuff. I urge you to follow his YouTube channel. He actually, um, you know, he actually has a lot of like tips on making short films with very simple equipments and hacks on making, you know, special effects with simple, simple day-to-day stuff. Uh, his um, YouTube channel is called Pony Smasher. Um, check it out. It's it, he actually. It's, I find it fascinating whenever he talks about filmmaking, and he really does share his knowledge to the world um, how he does it. But enough of that. We all know it's who it is now. What are your thoughts on Claude? Yeah. Space? So the. The movie's very basic. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a couple who lives in a home, and the female find uh, puts something in her closet. Mm-hmm. She closes the door and she opens, and all of a sudden there are two of them. Yeah, it duplicates. Hmm. <laughs> so she closes the door again. Yeah, and there's three, mm-hmm. and then there's four, and then there's eight and sixteen, and so she takes which i think for a three minute short yeah is is a wonderful red herring she takes the most terrifying tiny <laughs> doll you've seen and she puts that in the closet the lights duplicates out it yep. duplicates it and <laughs> nothing like it's it's just a doll ha 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 oh, yeah. i guess it's fine so she has the bright idea let's stick my husband <laughs> Or partner so, so into this is the a, closet. This is the part where I thought it was funny because he just calls him and he just like does exactly what she says. Like just he like just puts them in the room. And what I appreciate the is on. the fact that like <laughs> the idea in her mind mm-hmm. is she's gonna put him in the closet, open the door, she'll open it, and she'll have two husbands. <laughs> yeah, Which like what... for me is a massive existential crisis, but she's like, yes, there clearly I need two of them, <laughs> which either is very romantic, like I I like I need to love more, or I think and I think most people would it's I it's a pretty big indictment on your marriage where you're like you're not enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she yeah. didn't she didn't hesitate either. She was like this only good things can happen from this. Mhm. Mhm. So she sticks <laughs> him in the closet. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, anyways. She sticks yeah. him in the closet. She closes the door. She opens it. We're we're like about 5 or 6 minutes in now. So this yeah. is the spoiler. <laughs> um she opens it and he's gone. Mhm. He doesn't come Oops. back. Oops. She closes, opens, closes, opens, nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. So what she does is she puts herself in the closet. Mm-hmm. 
She closes it. She opens the door. And something's rustling. Yeah. She goes to check out what it is. She's still in her house. But what happened? She smacked with a frying pan. Because it was not a duplication closet. It was a closet that took her to another dimension. A parallel where, universe. Where, where parallel her yeah. and her partner have killed the invading her and her <laughs> partner. Which is like, like that's sensible, right? Yeah. Like, but like that, that makes sense. You know what? I agree with you. Okay. You said you thought this was kind of creepy. And I thought of it more of a dark is a dark comedy. Um, but I the appreciate way- it because if you know both sides, it's funny. Yeah. But for yeah. each couple on each side, it's got to be terrifying. Because on one, it's like I have a I have a door to know to somewhere. Yes. And the other one is why are there alternate dimension us coming through this closet? <laughs> yeah. Especially because she never looped him in on what was going on. Yeah. So presumably he's equally as confused. Yes. But the thing is, my question, the only um, only gap in this film that I, I question is when she was testing it out with the dolls and, and the objects, whatever you want to call them, like, what's the other side thinking? Like, I, apparently kill. <laughs> apparently no, 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 kill. But like, when she first put the doll in, she closes the door. Does that mean the other side saw a, a doll and then put it in and then... Or is it just a parallel universe that every time you close it, it goes, it opens a doorway to another universe or something? I, I don't know. It's just so. So what I, I don't know. I thought it was either like a Schrodinger's cat thing, mm. or it was a, uh, or it was like other like parallel universe them was sticking them back in. So maybe when you like take them out of the closet and put them back in, like that duplicates it or something. It could be. It I could don't know. Be. But one, one thing I do want to point out is, you know the saying, they say that making a horror film is similar to making a comedy. Um, the timing, the the everything, the delivery yes. is all perfect. And I have to say, this is a great film that exemplifies that saying. You know what I mean? Like how it how it le- builds up, builds up, and then... And, goes with that ending <laughs> which right. i still think it's hilarious i don't know that why. that i agree with yeah. i i will say comparing this to lights out i think lights out was better oh hell yeah yeah oh there, but this they, was he has still other ones good. i will i will introduce you to his other ones i just thought i i threw this one in there because i thought it was dark and funny and i thought you would appreciate it but but yeah <laughs> Uh, what what so, others what other shorts of his work? Do you oh, recommend? he's done. Uh, the other one I, I recommend is after he did Lights Out, he made another short one, which I think was um, uh, he made a few short ones. There's one about the this chest. Uh, oh, uh, this yeah, it's kind of like this this chest that there's something in this chest, and then he made another one called Pictured. He made another, like all these are short. Um, his, these ones that I'm listing off now are the more scarier ones that I thought were great. Um, there's another one he called, it's called Not So Fast. Um, and then I think he made one last horror one, which was called Shadowed. Uh, oh no, sorry. He made, and then he made Shadow, 
and then he made Not Alone in here because of due to the pandemic, his production for Shazam 2 had to halt. So he was mm. bored and he he started to make these again. And then yeah, that that's that's how he he did it. But you should watch his featurette uh, featurette uh, on uh, Lights Out and how he made it. It is pure genius, and and not just genius, but it's there's a lot of creativity involved. And because he tells you how he did it, and it's like simple as fuck. Like anyone could have done it, and he he. He just, I'm, I was just amazed of how he did it. And it was really, really creative. How he... Yeah, it's it's like, this is the sign of a really good creator. You yes. Know, a real quality yeah. mind, right? Like, yeah. I, I do not have the mind for this, right? Yeah, we, like we've I... done some episodes <laughs> where we've tried to, like, put something together. And it's nothing is as simple as the stuff he does. So, kudos to him. Yeah. Uh, Closet Space, excellent short film. All right. We got one more, Monty. Oh, wait. What's your rating? Oh, uh, I'll give it, uh, hmm. I'll give it three out of four charms. Mm-hmm. I'll give it seven out of ten. So seven three and a half out of, out of five. All right. Um, for me, because I've seen his other work, I think this one was all right. I'll give it 2.5. Two out of four charms, um, because I I know he he has done better, uh, but I would probably give this like a six out of ten. Like it was entertaining, okay. so it we're not funny. too far off. Yeah, we're not too far off. Not too far off. Not too far off. All right, the final right. feature. Let's talk about the chair. This one is longer. Mm-hmm. The chair is about a 20, 20 or so minute long short film. And I found this to be a genuinely disturbing movie. Mm, yes. Yeah. And and I don't, I've been blessed enough not to have to deal with any illness akin to this, but it sort of feels like how people describe getting Alzheimer's or, or some sort of, you know, neurologically degenerative disease mm-hmm. mixed in with horror. I like it. It's actually kind of comfy, too. Please. Please. Why? Why do you even like it this much? I mean, are you going to sit in that thing? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, it reminds me of my grandpa, too. You know I'm going for a consistent style in the house. I can just keep it in the bedroom. I can't sleep next to it. I feel weird. (laughs) It's This is just a chair. Okay, why are you making such a big deal out of this? Reese, please don't make me beg, okay? I don't like it. I'm sorry, but we can't keep it. Just, please. Fine, I'm just gonna. Uh, Monty, what what can you tell us about The Chair? So this is the most recent one. I think I, uh, a friend of mine recommended this to me and I, I checked it out. It came out like, I think it was released online Six months ago, it has like 2.9 million views at this point. And the premise is just very simple. It's about this man named Reese. And he, you know, he he drives by this neighborhood and sees uh, a a nice dining chair. 
left in the front yard and, you know, by, by the curb. And he's like, Hey, I can probably do something with this and decide to take it home. And then once he took it, when he took, once he took it home, a series of horrific events starts to happen. And you start to realize there's something going on with his chair and a little bit of uh, nostalgia, I guess. Um, he thinks he's going crazy, maybe. Um, it, it just really ruins his life. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Uh, it's directed by Curry Barker. Um, yes, he's directed about eight or so different. Uh, yeah, he's directed eight projects. Ah. Uh, and he's also written all of them. So beginning in 2019. So yeah. the chair is from 2023 and uh I am uh what what I found so great about this short was how intense it was. Mm, in that yes. the inciting incident is the man brings the chair home, he wants to keep the chair. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend's not having it. Yeah. And then he blacks out and all of a sudden he's in the chair on the side of the road again. And an indeterminate amount of time has passed to where now his girlfriend is in love with the chair as well. And as the short goes on, it gets increasingly supernatural. It gets increasingly weird. But the vantage point you're seeing it from becomes increasingly untrustworthy as well. Yeah. So what is actually happening? I don't know that we really get an answer in that. Is it supernatural? Is the man just going insane? Both are completely plausible in the short. And I think that's where it gets its power. I think it's like, it's kind of like one of those dimensional, kind of like the closet, I guess. Closet. In a way. No, he did. It's, it, it, yeah, because he... He comes back and he doesn't realize he was gone for so long, I think, at one point. And his yeah. girlfriend was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he is just as puzzled as any other guy that has a girlfriend that says that So <laughs> to them. But I found this one really, really creepy. It had a, a, a lot of good jump scares, um, especially when and the it wasn't even appears. Like- it, it wasn't was, like super jumpy scare too. It was I, like all of a sudden there's something in the frame and you're like, ah, but it's not like, it's not like Jaws 3D, you know? No, it's like, no, no. Ah, rah, rah, rah. no it, it's like, like some of those jump scares and, and stuff like that. It's just really bizarre. Um, but yeah, I, I guess maybe for me at the time I was watching it, I got so invested into it. So I probably got more freaked out. Uh, certain scenes than most and it was really really uh to me in a way i guess because i was like very stressed with work and everything and i was watching this so it really caught me at a moment where i was kind of vulnerable and i guess (laughs) after watching so many horror movies in my life typically it's very hard to get make me scared and i thought that's why i i I also picked this one for you because i thought it was pretty cool and i thought you would appreciate this too um but yeah what are your what are your thoughts i think that this is probably the strongest short out of the ones we've seen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it takes a second to hook you 
but once the short really veers off the rails, it's something you haven't seen before. Yeah. And it fully commits to it. And the acting is great. Everything that happens is pretty sensible. And the way it's written keeps things deliberately ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, Where like you really can't infer anything from it. Like you really feel lost in this short. Like, um, did you feel, okay, let's compare the two out of the three films, ignore it. And this would, Would you say they have a, would you say that they have, they both have different scare tactics in telling their stories or. Yeah, because ignore it's more about tension, right? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's, there's tension in the chair, but that's more secondary to the fact of what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Ignore it. You very much know what's going on or at least, you know, the important things in the chair, you know, the details, but you don't know any of the generalities In, in way. They're sort of inverse of each other. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, the reason why I asked you that is because, yeah, I, I, I'm I, trying to come figure out, like, what type of scare, what was the element that is so scary about the chair for me? And I, it, a lot of it freaks me out. Like, I always had this paranoia of, you know, bringing home antique stuff into the house because um, I always wonder, like, who are the original owners? Why is it thrown out when it's in such a good, you know, good state? Um, right. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So that's the that's the freaky part that got me about this film. That that really scares me about it. Um, but yeah, it is. You're right. Like I think you 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 helped me solve it. <laughs> I mean, I live in California, <laughs> and we constantly take shit off the street. So I was like, yeah. this resonates with me. Oh, um, yeah, I, I really want to see uh, what, what, what do you say the guy's name was who directed this? Curry Barker. I want to see Curry Barker cook up some more stuff. Yeah, he actually is in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Which is well, I want to see him. I want to see him direct <laughs> all the characters of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia oh, that in the chair universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see what happens then. Well, he apparently made another one this year uh, called Warnings. Um, it's on YouTube as well. It looks really messed up looking at the poster. Um, and I think he's working on another one called Milk and Cereal. Uh, and I have a feeling it has something to do with the, you know, social, social media crap. So, yeah, that's going to be very interesting. So, yeah, can't wait. All right, ratings. I, I I don't think the concept is super special, so I'll give it yeah. two and a half charms. Okay. okay. But I will give it, uh, let's go four and a half out of five mm. on the actual quality scale. I, I thought this was pretty damn excellent. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. It's like a, it's not, the story, it's not like, it's not, been done before this is like any haunted element type of uh plot um but so i i would give it 
two and a half out of four charms uh, in the sense that it scared the crap out of me uh, at, at certain scenes. Um, but as a whole, I have to say it's actually pretty good. It, I would give it a, I would say, yeah, I, I agree with you. Four out of five for a short film. Like it is very challenging to scare someone and I get it. This one is slightly longer compared to the the other two that I I told you, but it is still very challenging to to scare, make a really good scary horror film in such a limited time. Um, yeah, no, I think that's where I'll sound off. I think that's that's my final call on that rating. All right. Well, three good shorts, Monty. Right. Thank you for bringing the quality back. Well, actually, we've had some some good stuff. It's well, only you know what? I I, I just want to make up for you because I I I I did watch Ming Shang, uh, Haunted House. Yeah, you did have us watch the uh, Ming Shang. My God, that I, was that was torture. I felt bad. Um, I thought it would honestly. I thought it would be funny to throw in a crappy one, but you know, Monty, everyone has an very... attack of the killer tomatoes moment. <laughs> this is very bad. Like ever since you told me to watch, you like you watch it and tell me what I think, and I'm speechless. I'm like, oh dear God, I can't believe it I was put funny ben at a certain this. point in time. I'm but sure. you sounded very pissed. <laughs> you know it wasn't my favorite and i won't forgive um, myself for, for for introducing you to that film but i i, I you know monty that's all right because you introduced me to the chair so we're even now all right cool cool <laughs> well we so we're we're working on our on our taping schedules but monty i got you for next time okay and i have something that i can't believe mm-hmm. we haven't done yet with you I thought you'd done a lot with me. (laughs) Monty, the next time I'm giving you the business, I'm giving you what to do, I can tell you this for sure. Okay. We are going to go all the way. All right. You better not just present just a tip like last time. We're not going just the tip. (laughs) we're going we're going all around baby when the fourth times the charm good night and good morning follow us on instagram at 4ttc.org or uh check out our reddit page (laughs) talk to y'all later bye bye